Don't get me wrong. Love an alcohol popsicle moment. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay. Hi, this is Women Can't Parlay. I'm Jess. I'm Rainy. Welcome back. Um, episode 82. A little Jason Witten for you. Ooh, y'all. Monday, June 27th. How's it going? Good. My voice is shockingly um, still here, which I thought after yesterday would be gone. Yeah, mine is not shockingly still bad. <laughs> um, it's just life, I guess. Um, I feel like I have to like give a little bit of retrospective, like insight into our last episode. Maybe yeah. I don't okay. know. Maybe the episode wasn't that bad. I just was not in a good place. I found out like five minutes before we press record that a very good friend of mine had passed away. So I was kind of in a very like weird state mentally and we went through, we got through the episode, but I just like could not focus at all. And I felt like it showed through in the episode, like really, really bad. A lot of that was probably more me than anything. And I just wasn't like, again, head wise, not in a good place, but, um, but it's all good. I mean, it just was like timing wise, really bad. Well, and yeah. I just like, that's kind of why, like, I was just not really all there. And I named the episode, this episode sucks. Um, because <laughs> cool. I was like, I think this episode does suck and cancer sucks. So like, whatever, it just also was kind that. of like all encompassing. And in the moment I was just like, that's what I'm naming this fucking episode. So I love it. Um, and also- not, I don't want to apologize for it because I think okay, like podcasts are like, that's the point of them. Like this is us. And like, this is real life. And we are just us two doing this on our own. And you know, it is what it is. Like, that's what I was going to say. No apologies at all, because this is our life. Like this is something we choose to do every single week almost and shit happens. And y'all know we're not happy go lucky ever, but, (laughs) but like when shit happens, like make it, you can't, yeah, you can't just cover it up for a podcast. Like shit yeah. fucking happens and everybody deserves the right yeah. to be mentally unwell. And that's why I struggle with like being honest and being annoying. Like there's like a fine line of like <laughs> that and like, and you can try to cover it up, but you know, at least, and and I'm impartial yeah. listening to it. Cause I was, you know, privy to it, but I just feel like you have to be authentic. Cause if you're not, it seeps straight through the episode yeah. Um, and I tried to just roll with it and it just wasn't happening. So that's why I'm like, I should have just said it last episode, but you also want this to be like a fun and inviting place for people to come. So it's like, I don't want to drag the episode down with like this, you know, horrific news Negative and I don't want to cry and like, whatever, you know, obviously we want this to be like a place where you can come like get your mind off whatever you're thinking of. And like, you know, hopefully this is like a fun and enjoyable place for you to come listen once a week. Um, but it is our real life. So like things like that happen too. And, um, I don't know. I just felt like after doing the episode, I'm like, I, I don't know why I even tried, but maybe it wasn't Mm -hmm. as bad as I, it sounded to me, but I was just like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, also you did do it. So it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? mean, We could have, you could have not done it and that would have been okay too, but still did and muscled through it. And I honestly feel like I've been that way for like several months. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like we always have that struggle with like, this is not our career. Um, (laughs) This is for the love of the game. Like (laughs) we're doing this. So like, I hate that oftentimes we get on here and we're like, Oh, I don't have yeah. time for this, you know? And it's just like, why are we, I doing hate, it why are we doing it? Like, you know, it's like, yeah. I hate when we say that because we, it, in my mind, it comes off as like, we're the only people in the world who are busy. And that's obviously not true. Everyone's busy. So it's like, you know, we need to like do better about that. And like, you know, not saying that or prioritizing that, but then at the same time, it's like, we're not lying. Like yeah, our lives just get really busy sometimes. And like, then we, you know, have to prioritize. And sometimes this can't always be first. Yeah. 
So um, I don't know, just a little bit of insight, real life stuff. Also, while we're on it, next week is 4th of July. So I assume we may skip another episode. Yeah, Um, like we've talked about, you know, this is technically our off season now, especially that, you know, hockey just ended and and um, we'll really be like looking for interesting topics to talk about. We're probably certainly going to get off the sports heavy stuff and a little more personal anyway, just because that's this time of year. And we can only talk so much about baseball because baseball is like our least like. Well, and just regular baseball season is like everybody knows is a snooze fest unless you like really, really love baseball. Yeah, I mean, really every now and again, there's something to talk about. And I mean, I know like early August, they're going to continue doing the Field of Dreams game. So like that might be something. And then there's headlines like I think this week or just yesterday, there was like a huge fucking brawl at one of the games that we could talk about but i again i don't even know all the details so like it's one of those things where we kind of have to actively seek it out whereas with nfl and other things like that we're more interested in that so it's more naturally like going to come to us right Uh, but i think yes to warn everybody as of right now we will have no episode next week in honor of fourth of july celebration so um prepare for that and um uh fair warning anyway anything else what's going on we have Uh, hit record right (laughs) yes i am recording recording. (laughs) ptfd um yes yeah especially around a holiday because that was the bad thing that happened that yeah um no i'm just i'm a little peeved at myself uh i go through spurts of shopping addiction Mm. Um, and I just recently bought a bunch of those, those brewmate things. That oh I think yeah. Seen. They're all the wrong size. What? Yeah. Um, they're the 16 ounces. So like for big beers, I'm like, I don't even fucking drink beer. Oh, they're, they're, not they're not even skinny for like, cans. no, but I, oh, sw- that's annoying. Well, surely you it's can just, send them back and get, I did. I did a return thing today. So I'm going to. But that is annoying as fuck. Yeah, because I was so excited. They're so cute. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to go pay full price for four of them. But I really am obsessed with all the ones that I got. So I'm like, oh, they're not honoring like the sale. Um, I haven't asked yet. I just did the return. So I'll probably. Yeah, I would think if you just call them or contact them. that I have a feeling the only reason they had the sale is because they were those sizes that nobody probably fucking buys. (laughs) Yeah, that might that it depends like if the sale was site-wide for yeah. all products then they might honor it but yeah if it was specific to that product then yeah they might not yeah but i'll still ask because yeah not- no definitely worth the ask for sure yeah. for sure yeah so no nothing nothing new in my world had a drag show yesterday it was fucking awesome oh i saw vids i'm super jealous yeah it was a lot of fun we went to a we went to like a drag brunch in Dallas a couple weeks weekends ago. It was so awesome. Yeah, it's just. Actually, that. it was Memorial Weekend. In in yeah um, yeah no that's it. I'm boring. I'm I'm so boring. I'm trying to think, I really didn't do anything this weekend. Like I've said many times, like this was the weekend that I was looking forward to, chilling, not doing anything. And I did kind of, I mean, I, I went and saw Top Gun. Yes. Finally, so fucking good. So damn good. God, it was so good. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, walk, don't run. You mean, I mean run, run, don't walk. Don't walk. <laughs> yeah. um, you have to go see it. I mean, excellent movie. So suspenseful. And just like, as much as sometimes like I don't necessarily want to support Tom Cruise, it's like really hard to like, well, not like him sometimes. You know what sucks? I really want to record myself and my thoughts as I'm watching it again next time because I've now seen it twice. And that was my first thought was like, motherfucker, he is such a good actor. I just hate that he attests Scientology for all of that. I'm like, you are going to be a good actor regardless if you became a Scientologist or not. So like, I don't like to support him. But like you said, I want to support the theaters. And there are a shit ton of other actors and actresses in this movie. Well, And and he is also very good. Like you can't. He's awesome. and, I, and the reasons like there are a lot of reasons that movie is good and like miles teller hello 
<laughs> all 12 of them on his abs, but yeah. But there is so much passion that went into this movie yeah. from Tom Cruise himself. Yes. And he being the psycho that he is that has like all these pilot licenses and like he made all of these things happen in terms yeah. of like these are real life jets flying through the air that you're watching on screen. Like this, that is real. It's all yeah. real. So yeah. like. If to it, a certain extent, like he's not going mock 10 or 11. Like he's not, I don't doing think that. anybody can do that, but <laughs> no, but he's not doing any, like, he's not, you know what I mean? Like it's real, but it's not like to like to a certain degree. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like still but badass, like incredible. he does fly these type of yes. planes and like, yes. that's him flying in the, a lot, you know, like he yes. does all of his own stunts and shit. And like the videos that you're seeing is true. Like that's real. Like the, yeah. the like it's anyway. Besides the point, it's just that I think that adds such a large element as to why the movie is so good and doing so well. Yeah, it's and authentic. you have to credit him for a lot of that. Oh, absolutely. Um, but <laughs> whatever. I mean, hate him or love him. Like, yeah, you can't like knock. Yeah, he's an awesome. He's an amazing. He's an amazing actor, actor and like wow. he has apparently eighty nine lives because he. Like yeah. he spends like his spare time, like jumping out of planes without parachutes for fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's, let's fucking talk about sports. You want yeah. To? Well, do you want to do real town, fake town first? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I have one that is Anthony, Texas, home of the wildcats. I feel like I'm going to try to not look you directly in the eye because I don't know if I have giveaways or not. <laughs> well, the tides have turned and I started out real strong, but then have just really been on a downhill. Slope. Well, and I feel like on some level life. you can work off like probability patterns, but like, I feel like we're so off of our yeah normal game. Cause we like skipped a couple weeks, whether by accident or on purpose. And then, yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, I feel well, like we're back to square one. So it's like a 50, 50 shot either way. <laughs> Yeah, I hate you because you've been really, really good at these lately. Um, I'm going fake. It's real. Fuck. Yeah. Every time I almost say it, I'm like, oh god. Oh, there was. A, I actually had this one in the in the holster for the duffers. Yeah. But I had it in my notes, and then like we kind of never like they kind of kept coming and going. And then I never like referred to my notes. So we just kept doing the same ones. Yeah. Um, so I was like, did I tell her that that day? Like I couldn't remember, but I was no, like, I I wasted mine. I, mine was kind of like easy last week, even though you didn't know that, like I knew it. I was like, I guess if it's something we talked about, then whatever. But I guess I didn't tell you, but um, it, interestingly enough, it is like, this is like far west Texas. So it's like basically on the border of yeah. New Mexico and Texas. Yeah. But it's like, um, what do I want to call that? Like the arm of Texas? The you know what I mean? What? The panhandle? No, 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 no. The 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 arm then, like the L of the panhandle. Okay. So like yeah. So it's like the, the farthest corner. So okay. it's like like El Paso? Well, El Paso. El Paso is kind of like around the far corner. It's like it's above El Paso, but it's like the top okay. corner of that arm. Okay. So it's almost like I'd have to look at the map, but it's almost like probably the farthest west point of Texas. Gotcha. Because I think after that, it comes back in. Gotcha. So, and yeah, you got me again. <laughs> Bam. Bam. Um, oh, we're yeah. gonna have to get creative next week yeah week after rather. well yeah not next week and maybe not the week after that if we forget to hit record but okay well anyway anthony texas shout Wild out cats motherfuckers um that was terrible okay um sports i feel like we have to start with none other than this trial situation yeah i mean which is also a shit show. Like it's such a shit show. And I feel like I know so much, but also don't know anything. And also the decision is so slow that I'm like, uh, well, I don't know. 
I agree in the sense that like, I feel like I know so little, but yet so much like you just said, but I just feel like I wanted to be on top of the game with this and we are so behind and I didn't realize it. And I guess I didn't realize that it's just like, there's so many different levels to this. And like Dan Snyder is at the precipice of all of them. Yes. Which I knew he was like a piece of shit, but like, wow. And there's just so much happening. And then there's so much more still to come that it's just like, I don't even know. And then on top of that, all this is displaying to me is like what an actual disaster, like our own like Congress is. Oh yeah. Cause they were just like, should we really be doing this? And I'm like, should we really know. be asking that now? Like, <laughs> Where are we like doing what it? is y'all's process? <laughs> and that yeah. scares me for like actual, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not implying that this doesn't matter per no, se, but like, what about real life shit that comes through there? Like y'all just like show up and you're like, they're, they're basically doing with congress what we do to this podcast we're like yeah. hey here's what we're going to talk about today do your research and then we do none of it <laughs> yep mm-hmm. like that's what our congressional leaders are doing so that makes me sleep better at night yeah it's real comforting um, very concerned as to what's going on there but we'll leave that for another time yes and we're going to talk a lot about roger goodell taking the stand just as bff uh, love that guy. <laughs> Not really. I hate that guy. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to try to like break it down a little bit here. Goodell takes the stand to testify under what is a, the part, what is in part of an investigation into the Washington commanders in a, I think this is like a toxic workplace or workplace harassment lawsuit, yeah. um, that, has a lot of history and that is what I'm trying to like dive into and understand more of. And I feel like I just am not there yet. So again, don't come here for the facts. Bear with me. (laughs) I intend to continue my research because I want to know any and all things involved in this. And then we know this is only spiraling and going to continue Mm -hmm. with the John Gruden stuff. So like, brace yourselves people this is going to become like a weekly segment yeah Um, because it ain't going anywhere at least as far as i know so there is this investigation which you know and i think some of this we've probably mentioned before some of it we haven't the washington commanders were already fined at one point like 10 million dollars for their antics in the past so now that it's all on record you know things are coming out about like a silent payout for like 1.6 million dollars to a female employee who was sexually harassed like by dan snyder allegedly um i have to say allegedly just because i really don't know what's true and what's not true and what i'm saying there was a settlement regarding yeah but i'm just like allegedly because i don't want to fuck myself here (sighs) again yes that was like back in 09 that that 1.6 million dollar settlement happened and was like a silent settlement it was uncovered in this investigation Dan Snyder was supposed to take the stand, but he's just off gallivanting in the south of France somewhere. And supposedly, (laughs) yes, allegedly. Um, No, well, and also supposedly it's like, you know, previously planned work stuff. Right. But all it is is he's a billionaire who can pay to like avoid trial or avoid testifying here. Um, Uh So I'll be interested to see if he ever actually testifies, but God knows I'm taking that day off of work if he does. Yeah, no sure. Um, But yeah, Raji did get on the stand. And I have to say as like (laughs) slimy of a fucking skis ball piece of shit that I think that guy truly is. I now know where his like $60 million annual salary value comes into play. And it's this shit right here because Oh, Roger is in fact like historically a lawyer or has legal background and he knows how to answer fucking questions and Mm -hmm. he knows how to avoid them. Um, And I thought that's what was interesting is like, you know, when push comes to shove, like he's the guy up there answering for this and really just playing like the fucking dodgeball Mm -hmm. game here. 
But that's what then mentally I go back to. They're asking these questions and it's like, obviously all this stuff about Dan Snyder's coming up and his past behaviors and how they've addressed that and how at one point it was very, very bad. And then it's like, well, why don't we ask him how bad it has to get before they get rid of him? And then his like, you know, slime ball, like political answer is like, it's not up to me to get rid of him. And I'm like, well, that's true, but he can recommend that they do. And he does have influence, whether he's going to admit it or not. Obviously he's not going to admit it under oath, but so it's just like, I just still think there are smoking guns and buried bodies and Roger Goodell himself has some benefit. There is something there is, I'm not wording this well. There is a, there is a reason that Roger Goodell has an, a vested interest in not fucking over Dan Snyder. Absolutely. I mean, and I want to know what it is. Well, there was already some stuff I read a while back that whatever years ago before, God, was it? It was before Roger Goodell was the commissioner, but was like on his way up. And he like Dan Snyder had like, I mean, it's the the whole situation where part of the reason they're in trouble right now is like he, Dan Snyder and the Washington commanders um, entity, whatever, like hid the amount of money they made from the rest of the NFL right. teams. And I believe, well, my opinion, not a fact, Roger Goodell's name was tied into some type of season tickets that were like in his name for the Washington football team or the Redskins at the time. I think probably they were. But just that alone, like, ties them together. And that's public knowledge. So I'm with you. What the fuck else does Dan Snyder have, potentially have on Roger Goodell, where Goodell is like, okay, yeah, I'll show up and I'll do your shit. But, like, I ain't going to tell you anything. Yeah. Well, and I guess on some level, like, that is his job as commish. But, like, there's more to it than that, in my personal opinion. Because he... Dan Snyder has now, and and a lot of it we're knowing now versus when it actually happened. So whatever, but it's like, there are so many things that are just like shit things that Dan has done that should have gotten him removed years ago. And maybe that's me giving way too much credit to the NFL because God knows they, uh, they let people get away with a lot, but it's just like, Again, so it's like, I don't know why no one in Congress, and again, this goes back to them just like not being fucking prepared at all, Uh is like, why are we not asking these questions? Because we're asking like, you know, why aren't we not removing him? And he can like, with all legality say like, that's not, I don't have the power to do that because he technically doesn't. But why why are we not asking like, well, then what is it going to take? Yeah, because he has been proven, or well, where's again, the baseline? Like, yeah, there's, like, there's a lot that he's done that's bad, allegedly. So, like, what is it that he's gonna have to do then to like get out? Like, yeah, the fact are- alone that they were already fined ten million dollars last right. year for some of this shit is enough to be like, was that as the slap on the wrist to be like, okay, we better not find anything else out? And then the John Gruden shit happened, and then now it's like. Okay, guys, now what do we do? Because you already find them $10 million. That's not just like pocket change, especially for them. And then like another punishment was like, technically it moved like from his ownership to his wife's ownership. And it's like, so? Yeah, same, same, same. What the fuck? That changed absolutely nothing. Yeah. You think he's not involved? Okay, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. This It's all very, very fishy. It's yeah. all very, very sus. Sus. yeah. And I can, I am pledging that I'm going to continue reading and I'm going to continue learning. And I want this to be like a very big point of our, I, well, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see kind of how this all shakes out, but yeah, what they get. I just think there's more to come here. And like, I was really wanting to be ahead of the game on some of this research and we're already behind. So yeah, like it literally like, came it's out of dropping nowhere. left and right. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't even know, like they're supposed to take the stand last week. So like, what, I know me like, neither. Good job, Jess. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, I would be remiss if I did not also point out that although Raji was very prepared for the questions that he saw coming, certainly was a representative out of Florida who uh, <laughs> caught him off guard and potentially we may have some proof that Roger Goodell lied under oath because he was asked why Sir Dave Portnoy is not yep. allowed his freedom of speech and is, you know, banned, banned from, from NFL, NFL media and, yeah. you know, games and why that is. And, you know, Roger, who for somebody who can, like I said, political, politicize his way out of every conversation when it comes to dave portnoy he is terrible like he is the worst human ever at how he handles his feud with barstool and it's hilarious to me yeah in that he just thinks that he if he just ignores it it will go away <laughs> yeah. and the funny thing is is it, it's the exact opposite and nobody more than fucking roger goodell could benefit from a relationship with Barstool. Yeah. And if he would just like own it one day and they would laugh about it and then they yeah. could like move on, literally move on and probably work very well together. Yeah. Um, and Portnoy's never going to stop. So like, it's just funny to me. Yeah. But for those of you who like, I guess maybe don't know what we're talking about. Dave Portnoy, owner of Barstool Sports, him and Roger Goodell have a long time like beef. <laughs> Um, Portnoy's a big, uh, Patriots fan did not like the way Goodell handled the Tom Brady deflate gate suspension of three days or three games or whatever it was. He then decided to like protest NFL headquarters and like tried to meet with Goodell and they, he got arrested, stayed in jail overnight. And it's just been this long time thing. Like Portnoy was at one of the Patriots Super Bowls, just sitting there minding his own business and security came up and arrested him, kicked him out of the game, uh, which is a very hilarious video. You should catch it if you haven't seen it. Cringy. Well, it's just funny because Portnoy just was like, like he kind of knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And so he was told his camera guy, he's like, I'm going to go limp whenever they come so you better get it on camera so it's it's fucking hilarious and he yeah. has like a fake mustache on and a hat that says i heart roger goodell <laughs> it's great um and then over covid roger goodell like was giving out for charity it was like a covid charity auction put a like w come watch like an nfl game with me in my man cave and Dave Portnoy won the auction for like $250,000. Yeah. And then they like declined it and they were like, no, we checked your file and you don't meet our qualifications. So anyway, there's a few funnies like that in their like history of whatever their beef. But the point of this is that when being asked on the stand, why Dave Portnoy, who is a sports media journalist, yep. is banned from all NFL media days and banned from football games, why that is. And I think Goodell was so taken aback and was not expecting that question. Uh -huh. He, like he always does, pretended like he doesn't know who Dave Portnoy is and was like, I'm unaware of that security issue. I'd have to ask my team, blah, blah, blah. And it's such bullshit and everyone yeah. knows it. Yeah. There's no way he doesn't know who that is or the fact that he had, has had him thrown out of games and all that bullshit. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's hilarious that like he, there's certainly could be evidence of him lying mm -hmm. under oath and that it surrounds Dave Portnoy of all people. Yeah. Which is. Just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's Stay just like least. for him to like slime ball his way out of every single one of those questions. And when I say slime ball, I mean like he did a good fucking job. Like, yeah, he knows what he's doing and he knows how to answer like a lawyer or like a politician. Like, but that question he did not do very well. In <laughs> fact, I think he should be careful because I imagine there's plenty of evidence surrounding 
him somewhere that proves that he sent those orders down because who the fuck else would? Yeah, nobody fucking gives a shit. No, well, Dave Portnoy never did anything to be kicked out of a game ever. No, no they, a- Roger Goodell just does not like him because he has always agree. like, yeah. well, he had like clown shirts and clown towels made with uh goodell's face on them right and they were handed out at a patriots game and they were like waved around so like that's really probably where it actually started yeah goodell's a dictator (laughs) yeah exactly um also has a fucking ego problem so yeah uh but anyway yeah so just have to mention that because that is really a very hilarious part of this whole thing is that he breezed right through most of the questions, which I assume, unlike our own Congress, he prepared for. Yeah. Um, except that one. So yeah. uh, good on that. I think it was like a Florida guy who asked him that, which I found wildly hilarious. So, yeah. Anyway, anything else on that? I don't think so. Let me double check. Yeah. I mean, I think, like we've said, more to come. It's not over, but. Yeah. I mean, they're very subpoena- interesting shit. Yeah, they're going to subpoena. What's his name, though? Right. Dan Snyder. Well, they already did. OK, but he had like, you know, well, they I think that was just like the original and then he didn't show up. So now they're subpoenaing him, which means. Yeah, he can't no, I, I'm sure. But he, he's like a billionaire who's just going to continue to like smuggle his way out of testifying. So I don't really know. I don't know that you can do that when you're subpoenaed, though. I don't know. These are the things that I, I mean, I feel like I've watched enough SVU that I should know that. That's why I'm thinking like when you're subpoenaed, like you have to fucking show up. And if I think I would hope eventually he will have to, but I don't know how you get out of it the first time. Well, if it's your choice the first time, like if there wasn't, he was subpoenaed. Oh, well then I think if Roger Goodell had a choice, he would have gone on the stand anyway. No. I mean, I, just I don't know. know. Maybe I'm missing something, first. but I think he was subpoenaed the first time and he just was like, no, I can't. I have a trip to France instead. Like, yeah. I don't know how you do that. Like, I don't think that's typically. Yeah, no, I mean, either. I, I didn't realize you could just were be like, nope, sorry, can't make it. But he did. So that's why I'm like, as much as I feel like at some point I'm with you, like he'll have to. He's going to delay it legally as much as he can. Yeah, totally. he don't want to get up there. No. And, and like I said, with Congress, like from what I could tell, not having their shit together on this matter, he'll maybe continue to delay it enough that they're just like, well, we got what we need from Roger. Yeah. I don't know. Bullshit. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays a lot out. of assumptions in that talk. We're going to continue to read and yeah. find out what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But continuing on another very large headline of the week. Arch Manning decides he is going to take his talents to the University of Texas. How much uh, NIL money is he is he getting? Well, we, as far as I know, we don't know that number, okay. but I'm assuming there are some zeros involved behind yeah. a very large, you know, amount of them. I mean, although to be fair, he probably doesn't need the money necessarily, nah. and. Nah. Additionally, from what I understand, he's a huge Texas Longhorn fan and always has been. Grew up wanting to play for the Longhorns. So this is an interesting, like, there's a lot of, like, interesting pivots here for me in that I don't know exactly where this will all go and how it all led to it, but it's it's very fun to think about because it's like, on one hand, I'm with you. You think he must've got paid a shit ton of money to do this, but it's like his family is so tied into like Louisiana and stuff that it's like, you would have thought LSU would maybe be his school. But from what I'm reading, he's a huge Longhorn guy. So then I'm like, maybe this is just like his lifelong dream and he doesn't need the money so much that, and not again, I'm certain there's money behind this. I'm not a crazy person. But well, just maybe, his name alone, it doesn't matter where he exactly. went. Like his name alone, he's gonna get exactly nil stuff. Like, right, whatever. but I'm just like maybe it's not as much as people are assuming, and this is just where he himself truly wants to go, and he's just like kind of like doing his own thing. Like 
maybe he's so. not necessarily like doing what people expect him to do. Yeah. And he's like, I want to go to UT. Like I'm a fan. Like this is where I've always grown up wanting to play. I hope so. so I that, think that's, that's interesting. Cool story. Yeah. It's a cool story. Yeah. Which, um, which I could be so wrong about, but. Well, I mean, it's for sure a really good thing for UT being that <laughs> literally nobody got drafted off. the uh, It's here. a very um, good thing for the university of Texas, <laughs> uh, which by I the know. way, for those, I, I, I hate using that sentence, but like, just to clear up, Arch Manning is the son of Cooper Manning, the oldest of the Manning brothers, not one that necessarily like played in the NFL. He might have played football, but he isn't Peyton or Eli. He's um, he his dad is Cooper, who's the oldest son of Archie. And this would be like Peyton and Eli's nephew. Yeah. Um, and I think it's probably like the oldest grandkid or the oldest male, at least, I think, of the Manning tree Man. yes um so this is just kind of a big deal for obvious reasons um and it was very much you know it, their anticipation of where he would go was already kind of being amassed yeah but he still has two more seasons until he even is wait no that's that's wrong this last season this is his senior year so he will become, at least currently, unless things change between now and then, he will become a Longhorn next season, which will be the final two years of their connection oh, yeah. to the Big 12, which is also Crazy. a huge twist here, yeah. right? Because like, and again, there's a lot of like, we don't, there's a lot of what ifs, right? That could happen here. Some sure. are very good. Some are very bad for both the school and the person. Um, but it is interesting to think about like in terms of like things just going absolutely astronomically right for not only UT, but also Arch Manning here is that he comes into this, what is, you know, a, essentially an absolute mediocre program that is dwindling at best. And yeah. he comes in brings all of this fanfare, brings all this noise, brings actual talent. They start improving and, you know, he actually makes shit happen. Maybe they even win like a conference championship as they exit the big 12. And then he has this interesting ability that he could then turn around in his final two seasons junior and senior year and then yeah. win a sec championship or you know yeah. conference title or whatever yeah so i think that's kind of like and again the odds of that happening probably very slim but yeah, it's still a cool opportunity funny to think about a lot of people won't have the chance to even do right like, well can always transfer and I mean, like even stay at the same school and even have the opportunity to play in yes. both of those is pretty fucking cool well and 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 even additionally, like to think about, it's not like Peyton or Eli had just like standout college careers. careers. Like I think Peyton won a conference championship, but that's probably it. Um, so, I mean, he could really bring home, you know, he could really start out his college career, like topping, you know, the Manning tree historics there. Yeah. In, in a very interesting way that not a lot of people have the opportunity to do. But again, like I said, that would be like best case scenario for Arch and for UT, especially given this change from the Big 12 to the SEC. Um, but you also have to kind of vice versa that. What if he goes to UT, UT has bitten off more than they can chew in terms of the SEC Arch is more hype of his last name than he is talent. And then nothing takes off. And then it's like, oh. then it's like just a continued nosedive for university of Texas football, which is insane to say in itself. Yeah. You also have to think, what about Quinn Ewers in the situation? Like, what does this mean for him? You know, he went famously from South Lake, dragons to right. ohio state a year Man, early right yeah didn't play a down of football for ohio state and then has now already moved to ut so in terms of like 
age, maybe he will play before Arch and certainly would, you know. Well, especially this year. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like this year will have, won't have that competition. Right. But, you know, does that mean he is looking at the transfer portal as we speak? I don't know. But I think that's just like certainly another like twist in this whole story Mm -hmm. that we have to think about. I also think it's interesting from like an A&M perspective, because if we do have UT on the, on this like rise um, from the ashes or whatever you want to say there, you know, Jimbo Fisher is, you know, one of the, or is like the highest paid coach right now. And his hundred million dollar contract is supposed to be like a promise that he's going to bring this playoff team to A&M. And it's just really puts that much more heat or puts, you know, it turns up the heat for Jimbo in my opinion, because, um, and I'm not, again, I know I probably have an, an internal bias towards UT UT and against A&M. And I'm really trying to be very, very level playing field here, but in the unlikely event that UT does like take off and arise really bad for Jimbo Fisher and A&M. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause then he kind of like misses his boat of a, of a window without Oklahoma and UT entering into the sec. And, you know, it's just, uh, it just really like puts that, puts that spotlight on him and his career and his contract. And like, what has he actually done? Yeah. Still. And I think these are all the things that I'm just saying, we're going to have to watch play out. I'm not making predictions. I'm just like, this is what could happen. Right. Yeah. A lot of dominoes kicked off from this transaction, but still very early And the transfer portal. If it's taught us nothing, it's like, the nothing like is there like forever. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, who the fuck knows what will actually happen? Yeah. Big news. I, I was very shocked by that. Maybe wouldn't have been as shocked if I had learned or knew beforehand that he's a big UT fan, but mm-hmm. still, I can't imagine that that's something that people are like advising that he do. Right. I don't know, but maybe I'd, I'd love to know the amount of money too. Which yeah, I don't think we're privy to, but if we are, I don't know what it is. Yeah, me neither, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, there's that headline. Just a one other thing I think I had in in football related news: Gronk retired, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah but his own agent was like, "Yeah, no, I could see him coming back and playing with." Tom yeah, Lee. I mean, it's just like <laughs> I just love how Gronk is like so good that like he can just like wake up one day and decide like yeah i think i'll play in the nfl today that's fine yeah he's a freak yeah and i mean a lot of that i think is directly tied to tom brady and you know i think if tom brady's gone he certainly will be gone yeah and i think there's just a lot of gronk that's like he just has accomplished so much in his young age that he is just ready to enjoy life i hope so but he just he's just like having trouble deciding when to like truly cut it off because I think there'll become a time when he truly like turns a corner of just like, I'm ready to fucking like party and enjoy life. And I, he won't be able to go back in a way Yeah, that he just like, can't really like fully commit to like either or. Yeah. It's really just cool to think about his career and like, the fact that he's only played for like with and for one quarterback, like that's really fucking dope. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's definitely a, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. For sure. I mean, I get it. And I mean, there's no shame in like wanting to ride Tom Brady's coattails anywhere. So yeah. Fuck yeah. I get it. And I mean, and really I shouldn't say it like that because it's not like Brady hasn't benefited from Gronk. I mean, yeah. It's a duo that like works well together and they both know it and they both seemingly want each other in each other's lives for better or for worse on and off the field. Like, you know, so it seems to be a very mutual situation, but I think anyone with a brain knows that 
Gronk probably needs Brady more than Brady needs Gronk. Yeah. If we're really looking at it from that perspective, but that's also kind of due to like their position and history and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I don't know how to really report that, but he maybe he may not play, but we don't really know. Yeah. And that's really nothing new. Yeah. I think he lives his life in that, in that mode. Yeah. Fly by the seat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last, well, not last thing, but one other thing, and then we'll get to WCP top three college world series. We touched on it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a whole lot of coverage to certainly like talk about, but I know it ended yesterday, last night, Ole Miss won the natty. They did. Um, in the men's anyway, obviously I think we talked about the women's the week yeah, prior that, in that OU one, yeah. um, but this was a big win for Ole Miss. I think it's interesting that the two state, the two schools, I think in that state that really compete with each other would be Ole Miss and Mississippi state, Mississippi state won the national title in baseball last year. Mm-hmm. And now this year, Ole Miss took home the victory. So yeah. kind of a weird scenario that just happened to work out that way but I don't really have a lot of like added to that but yeah I just know that that happened yeah congrats well done yes um okay WCP top three this okay. week we're going to talk summer cocktails this is where I thrive is it <laughs> <laughs> well let me just tell you the cocktail really- talk I feel like we're both gonna thrive yeah, I just I'm gonna tell you it was really hard to narrow it down. It was interesting to think about because, like, I think I just I whether summer or whatever season, I feel like I have my go-tos, and that's that. I don't really sway that much, but like I definitely try to think of like the ones that I truly enjoy, even if it's just every now and again in the summer. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it lands. Cool. You want to go first or you want me to? Sure, I will. My first is going to be what is called a Miami Vice. Oh, yeah. I don't know if people are familiar with that or not, but the first time I had them was in the Palms Pool in Las Vegas. And I think before I turned around, I had like a $300 tab. I was like 22 years old. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. We went to Vegas for the first time after watching The Hangover. Hmm. and you know got bought into like the vegas allure yeah Uh, but it was such a fun time i'm not implying that you know it was bad it was just like we were so stupid um but i had a miami vice which is a frozen strawberry daiquiri and pina colada swirl basically and it is so fucking good (laughs) and it's like my probably top summer drink Like I said, I don't drink them that often, but if I'm in a pool and I'm like at a resort or something like that's what I'm going to try to hunt down. All right. I didn't necessarily put mine in any specific order because it just depends on my mood, but I'm going with a French 75 first, Um, but I'm doing a technically I think a French 75 is gin, but I prefer vodka with mine because I'm just gin makes you sin not a big gin gal. Um, but it's essentially like gin, champagne and like lemon juice. And it okay. is fucking good. Yeah. Um, I that's also just, drink that around. So I was going to say that, that sounds amazing to me amazing. and I would love to try that. Although I'm with you, I can see the bad decisions that would come from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't give off a big, like summery vibe to me, but I guess I don't oh, well, Have you seen one in a while? They're no, like, I, no, I they're don't like know. yellow. They're like a light yellow. Cause it's just like, okay. I mean, bubbles and like a, a pale, like a lemon juice yellow. It's real it's pretty, screaming. super fucking refreshing. So it's to me, it's screaming new year's Eve because I think over new year's Eve, there's a place that we go to around here. That's like, tries to be bougie. 
Um, and I think they serve something similar. And I think that's what I'm correlating it to. Mm. So maybe that's why in my head, I'm like getting the wrong season, but now I'm like, we're going to have to like go to the pool and try these or something. Well, and the scary thing is, is like, obviously it's a lot of alcohol in it. So you don't you don't want to do it in the pool, (laughs) not at the pool probably. But, um, I do, I will say I don't discriminate with this one on seasons because I do drink it year round. It's just, it is one of my favorites. So yeah, I put it on. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Well you go again. Okay. Um, I feel like we fuck this up every week, but we, when we do this, we should always snake it. It just makes the most sense. And then we always fuck it up. So I'm trying to pay attention. All good. Um, I'm going to do a watermelon margarita, but also keeping it in the margarita thing, um, like cucumber, also like a cucumber lime jalapeno margarita. Okay. Um, those two, I counted it as the same because it's still a margarita. Yeah. Um, yeah, I fucking love those two. Very refreshing, very light, delicious. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, I'm going to go with my, and again, I don't know that mine are necessarily in, in, in a particular order, but I guess they kind of are. And I'm going to take this one and I like, cannot believe that you haven't said it, but sangria, See, I, which is of... terrifying for me. Cause y'all roofied me that one time. Well, on that I have homemade, that on the list. On well, that homemade sangria, but, <laughs> um, yeah, we roofied just for sure. Yeah. That was probably think... like top three drunk of my life which i think was a fourth of july it was so. the fourth of july it absolutely was the fourth of july yeah it might be i mean <laughs> the problem was well why are all of my like top horrific drunks with you sorry and also you're welcome <laughs> i'm just now <laughs> trying to figure out like i need to like sit down and think but there's two in mind that just automatically come to mind when I think of my like worst drunks and you're in both of them. And that sangria day is one of them. Yeah. And I will take half the blame on that because Andy and I made that together. So she will take half the blame, but also the problem was we made that at the Anna house when we lived there. Yes. We made it, but we were taste testing the whole time. So by the time we were like, holy shit we can't even leave yet because we're too drunk yeah so then when we brought it i don't know i guess you're like here jess will finish (laughs) oh no but i think it definitely was like i'm gonna go slow on this and maybe we just didn't share that with everybody else yeah no you didn't (laughs) oh sneaky yeah no it's good i just like i did think about it because i also like the like red and white sangria like Mm -hmm. on depending on the occasion but i still can only do like like one or two glasses of it. Cause it just gets too like sweet for me. Yeah. Well, I, th- I, th- I think that for me anyway, is like a preface of all of these drinks. Me like too. I'm in a place too personally where I, if I, at one point in my life could do like 30 Miami vices, I cannot do that anymore. Like <laughs> it's too much too sweet. I rarely drink any of these kinds of things, but when we're doing a summer cocktail draft, like these are the ones that come to mind, regardless of how many I may have. And sangria is just, I just feel like that is the essential summer drink. Like you're outside pool, lake, whatever. It's just like sangria is perfect for that. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. And then I'm going to snake back for my last one here. And I'm torn, but I'm going to go with, I'm just going to say, which this is kind of like super similar to what you just said. I picked the same before. I know. I'm just trying to change it up a little bit, but I'm going to go with like, I'm just going to say like a berry type margarita. Like I've had, I just had one at a place this last week. Like it was like, I think that's what it was called, like a berry margarita. So it just was all the berry fruits. Nice. Real fruit, but like on the rocks, oh, not frozen. I frozen margarita. Normally, like a Miami Vice and a couple of those drinks are the only time you're gonna catch me doing a frozen drink anymore these days. But normally I like it on the rocks. So I want to try just to throw in some sort of like on the rocks drink that's like fruity and cool for the summer. Yeah. Cool for the summer. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I totally agree. I'm but I wanted to go initially with pina colada there just because I love pina coladas and like there's a place near here 
that serves the best pina colada I've ever had in my entire life. It's called Miss Angeline's. No, I've, I don't never had a, I've never had a pina colada taste better. And I don't know why. And that I'm annoying because every time I go there, I'm like, can I get like a shot of the pina colada? And they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, just do it. But I don't want the whole thing. Yeah, I can't. Again, it's like, I can't drink the whole thing. It's way too sweet. But pina coladas are already in the Miami Vice. So I thought that was stupid. Oh, I don't think it's so stupid. I'm going to go with just like a berry type of and I would have said watermelon, but you already said that. Well, you can copy me because it's delicious. Yeah. Um, my last is an Aperol spritz. Nice. That's a good Which, one. See, yeah. A lot of people don't like that, but I do. Well, and there's a large part of me that probably just should have went with like a high noon because we all know that's my like well drink I, of life now, and we'll it's say, very I, summery. I also decided that it wasn't considered a cocktail. That's that's kind of. Even though it technically is because it's real vodka, I was like, to me, that's not the like mood we're going for in this like list. So I vetoed it, but I was like, I'll definitely mention it. Oh, do you have any honorable mentions that you want to go first? Uh, well, I kind of already did mine like with the with the pina colada and then the high noon. Um, what's the ones that like? There's like, there's a Tom Collins, which I feel I was- like. I have that in my honorable mentions okay, too, but it's like very it's an old person drink. It's an old person drink for sure. Yeah, but then I think there's another one that I always also confuse Tom Collins with. Is it the Arnold Palmer, but with alcohol? I don't know. Let me see. But there's another drink that I'm thinking of, and it's similar to a Tom Collins, but I don't think it's an Arnold Palmer because Arnold Palmer makes me think of golf. Well, yeah, Arnold Palmer is right. Yeah. But it's just like, I can't think of what it's fucking called. I don't know. But yeah, I think that's all my honorable mentions. All right. Well, I, have, I had Tom Collins on there only because the summer between freshman and sophomore year of college, we went to Padre, <laughs> South Padre to be specific. Lovely. And that is all we drank the whole time. We had like big, like um, whatever those stupid water bottles are that everybody has. Um, and we literally, there was like a fucking liter, a piece. We would make it in our hotel room, go down to the beach, finish it, then come back and make another one, which is ridiculous. So shit faced and sunburned. Um, nice. but then I also have pina colada, AKA penis colada. And, um, which I can also only do like one or two of those. Yeah. Um, and then summer beer. And for a oh. second, I thought that's what I roofied you on, but then was like, no, that was that god awful sangria we fucking made. Which I mean, don't get me wrong, I think we also had trash can punch that night. So we'll have to call out Keith as well. He also had a hand in roofing me, but yeah. Like, you know. and y'all, we're talking like just literally pass out face down on the dock. <laughs> and then people continue to party around me. <laughs> We did, I guess. Thanks, guys. For being up. Friend. In my in my defense, I think I was gone from the party. You were occupied. I was definitely occupied before you passed out. So in my defense, because that's a shitty friend move to not m- move your friend from off of the dock. <laughs> but in my defense, I didn't know that happened until the next morning and you were already gone from the dock. So I apologize. Yeah, thank presence. My brother, I think, had yeah. to get me upstairs. Thank God. Um, but summer beer for people that don't know, and I haven't had this in very long time and I'm going to make it this weekend. I've just decided, um, it's like frozen lemonade concentrate. So you can either do regular or pink lemonade, some vodka, like one beer and like a little bit of water to kind of like dilute everything. Yeah. But it is oddly very refreshing. That is all. Also fun tip or trick. There's these new, there's this new trend coming out now from like all the alcohol places. Like I know Mm -hmm. I've seen it initially with like natural light where they're coming out with like the alcohol popsicles. Oh yes. Which it's like, duh, why did that take so long? But they're like becoming almost like the new seltzer where it's like, everybody's coming out with them, making them very easily accessible, a lot of great flavors. But what I find to be interesting with them is don't necessarily freeze them and eat them as popsicles, put them in the fridge mm-hmm. and then just cool them or put them in the cooler and take them as shots. Yeah. And they're like really good. Oh shit. Yeah. 
I'm not a big shot gal is the problem because like I don't need to well, I mean, does anyone ever need a shot? Probably not. But, but it's like, the same thing, frozen or not, right? So, like, it doesn't matter at the end. Yeah, of the it's just like this slower and, like, you know, frozen versus, like, just having an accessible, like, fun shot. Yeah. Um, which you could always buy the little, like, nibbles or whatever those are called. But, um, well, I'm not trying to brag, too, but, but I made alcohol popsicles, like, four years ago. So absolutely. Like, That's what I, I'm with you. Like, those are, like. <laughs> So, you know, not new to me, but like, I'm enjoying the fact that they're becoming this like new mainstream and they're all competing with each other now. Yeah. It's less of a novelty item and more of a, everybody has it. So you can find some good ones. Well, now it's like, and I think that's why I'm bringing it up is because like every time I go to the liquor store, I'm like, oh, I want to try this one. So I'll buy a pack, throw them in the cooler. And then when we're like, you know, kind of getting going, I'm like, who wants a shot instead of like, who wants a fucking alcohol popsicle, which don't get me wrong, love an alcohol popsicle moment. But sometimes you're not in a place where there's like a freezer. We're just like, we have a cooler situation and it's a nice little like, Hey, let's do a shot. Yeah. So no, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, also like if we're doing any kind of top bottom three, I think this goes without saying it's really more seasonal, but just like any hot drink, obviously terrible. Yeah. And any milky, gross, yeah. like Christmas minus, drink. Minus the pina colada. Yeah, I guess. But I don't even think of that as milky so much as I do like a cream or something different. I don't know. Cream is milk. I don't see it as like milk or like a little thick, you know, in that way. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like an eggnog or like a, what are those like white Russians or whatever? I'm, yeah. I'm out on those, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like forever out on those. So I don't even know if that counts as bottom three because- I just can't do those no matter what time of the year. Yeah, same. God, I, I mean, personally for me, anything with dark liquor in it, I'm out. Even <laughs> I'm if also, dark. I want to be, I want to be a clear liquor gal. No, well, no, I want to be a, what am I trying to say? A um, Bloody what Mary gal and I'm not. Oh. See, I'm like a one Bloody Mary gal and that's <sighs> if I am severely hung over i've never liked them and like i I just can't do it i i Um, want to be that person i can't in my Um, opinion it takes like oh not all bloody marys are good it's actually very rare to find a good one lafitte in lafitte's in new orleans has a badass fucking bloody mary and all there's another place um mother no shit it's that courtyard one sisters something about sisters court of sisters oh yeah they also, because they have like the restaurant, but then they have yes. like a cash bar. On the we were, we tried to go there last time. Yeah. It's like a $20 Bloody Mary, yes. but it's delicious. and will get you right back to Bourbon Street where you fucking belong. Yeah. Also, yeah, honorable no. mention probably should be mimosa. I feel like I oh, can drink those year round, but summer for sure. Bottomless, find it, sniff it out. Let's do yeah. it. Day drink. I, I kind of didn't. That wasn't obvious for me. So I'm like, mm. and the yeah. other two are like champagne or Prosecco base. Like right. I'm so fucking champagne basic, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was like mimosa all the way and all the different kind of shit. Yeah. Me. That was what was hard about this is it's like that. Like I'm, I'm down for mimosa every day. So me like too. whatever. And also I don't care if it's 10 AM or 10 PM. Yeah. Still no it. shit. Yeah. So no time limit on those, but maybe that's just an honorable mention just because like the bottomless situation is where it's at. And if you can find a nice summer day and a patio and a bottomless mimosa, that's called heaven. Yeah. Any others? No. Yeah. Um, well, the NBA draft was this past week, but I'll be honest, I don't know shit about it. So like, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do. Um, I don't know if you have anything on it. No. Yeah. So we're just going to say we're here to announce that the NBA draft was last week. And that's that you can go to the internet and find where your place. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, I'm very interested in like how the Mavs did specifically just because we did so well in the season. Like Avi want to continue growing on that. And like, hopefully maybe we can, you know, continue to build, especially for Luca, but I just don't know. I 
was unfortunately out of wake service that evening. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah. um, maybe we'll have more on that later, but I think everybody listening knows NBA isn't one of our top mm-hmm. sports that we discuss, um, but the NHL is certainly a top sport in my heart specifically. And last night, the Colorado avalanche finally clinched the Stanley cup championship beating Tampa Bay. That would have been four games to two. Mm-hmm. It was a tight game. They ended up winning two one, but very excited. I think I mentioned it, you know, before when the series first kicked off, I knew it was going to be a good series. I really kind of thought it would stretch just because Tampa Bay is one of those that like, I mean, as much as I thought they might've like been out earlier in the series many times or earlier in the playoffs, many times, they just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. So I really wasn't going to be surprised if this did stretch to a game seven, but I really wanted Colorado to win. Um, like I said, Kale McCarr, McKinnon, Kadri, like there's so many deserving people on that team that are just so fucking talented and so good that I'm very happy to see them win a Stanley cup. And I mean, Tampa Bay, they were the, the returning champions twice. Mm-hmm. Like they won the past two, yeah. Um, so I was just very much not rooting for them to win. So, um, but they did it. It's over. So hockey will now be on break until October. Hopefully the stars can also get some yeah. shit building and do yeah. something on the off season. Um, Cause I would like them to be, I would like them to be in the conversation as well. It's been nice having some, Dallas teams that are like going, you know, even just a, you know, to the playoffs and making it through a round or two, but um yeah, that's all I have on that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's it for today. Obviously, thank you all for joining us if you made it this far. At Women Can't Parlay, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. Give us a shout. Let us know what you think. Um, we'd love a nice, kind five-star rating and or review on either Apple or Spotify. Please do let us know. I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> um, I'll buy you whatever you want. Not really, but maybe. <laughs> I will. Um, happy birthday to my mom this weekend. Yeah. We're going to take her to the winery. Nice. She's going to be 60. She's old. <laughs> 60s um, and 30. Come on. God, I fucking hope so. But yeah, no, no pod next week. Enjoy your 4th of July. Have some summer drinks, summer cocktails. Yes. Um, send us pics. Tag us in your pics. Yeah. I think that'll do it for this week. Goodbye. Bye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.